Live TV broadcast. I'm Lisa Boldo, and in this broadcast, I'm going to speak to you about how to cast your care or your anxiety on the Lord. And I mean how to cast the whole of your care on the Lord. But first of all, I want to welcome you, and I want to welcome those of you who will watch the replay or perhaps see this or hear this on the podcast later on, whenever you watch it, welcome, welcome, and it will bless you. So uh, before we start, I do want to open just with a quick prayer. Father, Holy Father, Lord, thank you, Lord, that your word is truth. And I pray, Lord, that all who hear this message, whether it be tonight or at some later time, Lord, that they would receive it with gladness that it will be planted deeply into their hearts and minds, Lord, and that the enemy will not steal this word from their hearts. Father, we give you all the honor, all the praise, and all the glory right now. Holy Spirit, have your way in Jesus' name. Woo! Amen and amen. Now that's a great way to start a broadcast. So glory, glory to God. So we've all heard well, hopefully you've heard the scripture in 1 Peter 5, 7, which says, cast your care or anxiety on the Lord because he cares for you, right? And then Psalm 55, 22 says, cast your burden upon the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never allow the righteous to be shaken. Who are the righteous? Those who have Christ Jesus. The righteous are the, the sons and daughters of God, right? If you have Christ in you, you are a child of God, okay? Many times, you know, I've found myself asking the question, and this is going back a few years ago. You know, I kept, I was asking, Lord, how, you know, because I would read that scripture and I'd say, but Lord, how? How do you cast your care? And one day, just in conversation, me and the Lord, I said, I, I felt the Holy Spirit saying, cast your care on the Lord. And I was like, but how, but how Lord? And immediately, this is what the Holy Spirit said. He said, don't partner with fear. And I was like, whoa, how do you cast your care on the Lord, right? How do you give your care to the Lord and let him, you know, handle it, right? The Holy Spirit was very clear. And he said, don't partner with fear. What does it mean to partner with fear? It means you have thoughts of fear and then you believe it and then you speak it and then no good, no good. But I'm going to get more into that. But the Holy Spirit literally said, don't partner with fear because you see fear. Fear is a spirit. Second Timothy 1.7 says, for God has not given you a spirit of fear. He's not given us a spirit of fear, but he gave us a spirit of love, of power, right? And a sound mind. And that's not even the order. It says he's given us a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. Let me read it. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So God's spirit doesn't make us scary cats. God's spirit does not cause us to cower in fear. God's spirit in you makes you fearless. And especially when you understand the authority 
that you have as a child of God. If Jesus is your Lord, and I say this, you know, almost in every broadcast, the word of God says, Jesus said, I give you authority over all the power of the enemy, right? And he said, nothing shall by any means harm you when you use the authority you've been given. You've got to use that authority. All right. So faith, we know that faith releases the power of God. You know, God showed me, gosh, going back five years already now, that faith, your faith is, faith is like gravity. It's literally a force that pulls like gravity for good or for bad. God showed me this so clearly five years ago. And I can't even believe it's been five years already, but I never forgot it. And so, and let me just give you an example of that in the Bible. Okay, in Mark chapter five, the woman that had the issue of blood for 12 years, right? It says that she had spent all her money on the physicians and she was no better, right? But her faith in Jesus, she said, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I know I'll be healed, right? She pushed her way through the crowd, touched him, and immediately, boom, faith went out of him. But it wasn't even, how do I say this? He never touched her. You could say, yeah, but she touched him. She touched his garment, his clothes, but that wasn't what healed her. Jesus said to her, daughter, your faith has healed you. Your faith has made you well. You see, and, and here's, the, here's the other thing. He, when Jesus said, who touched me, right? One of the other disciples, I think it was Peter said, Lord, like, what are you saying? I'm paraphrasing. He said, everybody's been touching you, right? Because they're all pushing up against him. They were all in a, a crowd. And he said, no, I felt power go out of me because her faith literally pulled power like gravity out of Jesus and she was healed. Glory to God. Okay, so we know that faith, faith releases the power of God. And here's the thing. This is so good. Faith, simply put, is trust. When you are at, okay, so when you are literally trusting the Lord, that means that you are at rest. You're in peace. You have peace because you know God's got it. Okay. And when you are in faith, which means you are really trusting the Lord and you are at rest because you're trusting God, your faith is automatically at work and will pull like gravity. So you can rest assured if you are trusting the Lord, declaring and speaking his word, it's a done deal because Jesus said, and this is a spiritual law, you will have what you say when you believe what you say. I am par paraphrasing Mark eleven twenty three. I call that the authority scripture right? Because Jesus said it. Okay. So, but now what happens if you partner or agree with fear, with that spirit of fear, now you're believing that in your heart and you're going to speak that out. Whatever is in your heart in abundance, right? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. That's the scripture. And it says, whatever is in your heart, right? And in, in a lot, like whatever is in your heart in abundance, the most, that is what's going to come out of your mouth. So when you partner or you're in agreement with that spirit of fear and that comes out of your mouth, you just released that evil spirit, that spirit of fear, 
because it is a spirit to have its way. No, no, we come against that. That is not what you want to do. No, 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 no. So obviously this also, not partnering with fear goes back to the power of your words. Your words are everything. I say this all the time, all the time. Your words, they're everything. They are, oh, they're the weapon in your mouth. Oh my gosh. You know, people have swords and guns and all kinds of weapons. You have the spirit of God. You have the authority of God. You have that two-edged sword. Mm. The word of God, actually, it's sharper than any two-edged sword. And it's in your mouth. Boom! You can kill things with your words. I mean, Jesus gave you his authority over all the works of the devil. Cancer, kill it with your words. Something that doesn't belong, kill it with your words. Your words have the power of death and life in them. And I still remember one morning waking up and the Holy Spirit, um, oh my gosh, I wish I had, I could just pull it up on my phone easily, but I have a lot of things on my phone. I'd have to find it. But I remember the Holy Spirit early in the morning said um, something to the effect of, oh my gosh, I got to find it. Something to the effect of, do you believe that you can, that the power of life and death is in your words? And I said, yes, Lord. He said, you can kill cancer with your words. I'm telling you, I have this in, in my, um, I'm going to play it for you at some point. I have to find it. But I remember him saying, you can kill cancer with your words. You absolutely can because the power of life and death, not just cancer, you can kill any disease with your words. This is the word of God. The word of God, not the word of Lisa. Death and life is in the power, power of the tongue, your words. Okay. Okay. So this is, this is, oh, this is powerful. Okay. Mark 11, 22 and 23, Jesus said, have faith in God. Then Jesus said to them, truly, truly. And Jesus never lied. Of course, truly. I tell you that if anyone says to this mountain, it could, and I believe Jesus was talking about a literal mountain. He was probably pointing at a mountain, right? But it could also be your problem or whatever it is, right? A challenge. He said, if anyone says to this mountain, be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and has no doubt in his heart, but believes that it will happen, he will have what he says. Okay, so that reminds me again, the lesson is in the fig tree. In Mark um, Mark, chapter 11, I think it is. Mark chapter 5, Mark chapter 11. The lesson is in the fig tree. Jesus cursed the fig tree and said, no one will ever eat fruit from you. No one ever eat fruit from you again. And that thing withered up at the roots and died at the roots. And the next morning when they walked by, that thing was just completely dead, head to toe, dead. Started at the roots and boom, done. Because as soon as what he spoke was released, the power of death and life in his words, it was a done deal because he believed what he said. You believe what you say, you'll have what you say. Okay. All right. So. Okay. Remember when you're waiting for, when you're waiting to see the full manifestation, for example, say of your, of a healing, right? 
the enemy is very crafty. He's going to have somebody come along and say, are you sure? But what about this? But what about that? He wants to get you to say out of your mouth, yeah, I guess it's not working. <clears throat> no, do not do that. You know, the key to unwavering faith, and I've said it many, many times, is no other option. You consider only the word of God and no other option. Glory to God. You know, I'm not yelling at you. I'm very passionate about faith, healing, kingdom authority. I want you to be victorious. God wants you to be victorious here on this earth. And if you have his spirit in you, you have everything you need. There is absolutely no reason for you to walk afraid in this world ever. You, okay, the one who overcame the world lives in you. And he who is in you is greater, right? Than he that is in the world. Glory to God. All right. Because the second that you agree with the enemy saying, oh, you know, and you go, wow, I guess it's not working. You just stopped the power of God in its tracks because you spoke it and you believe it. Don't do that. Don't do that. And if you do do that, repent. Tell God, I am sorry that I came into agreement with that spirit of fear, anxiety, and any unclean spirit that opposes you, Lord. I trust you, Lord. Body, I command you to be healed. Remember, the power of death and life is in your words, right? The power to heal, the power, just like Jesus. Jesus said, anybody who believes will do the same works that I did, I do, and even greater works than these because I'm going to the Father, right? That's John 14, 12. You can read that for yourself. Glory to God. You got to watch what you agree with. You've got to watch what comes out of your mouth. Okay. You've got authority. You that and, and that authority is going to work for you or against you. You have authority. Don't ever let the devil run over you. You have authority over him. But if you don't know you do, then you this is why you have to know the word of God. Okay. Matthew 16, 19, Jesus said, I give you the keys of the kingdom, right? Of heaven. He said, I give you the keys of the kingdom. He said, whatever you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth. How do you do that? You bind with your words, you loose with your words. You believe, you speak, you bind what is bound in heaven. There's no sickness. There's no disease in heaven, right? No. You bind it. I bind that, that evil spirit. I command you to get out. Uh-huh. Then you loose the power of God. You be healed in the name of Jesus. I'm showing you how this is awesome glory. Father, I just thank you right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your precious Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name. You know the Holy Spirit is the spirit of Jesus. Glory to God. Father, Son, Holy Ghost, they're three in one because the Father is in Jesus. Jesus is in us by the Holy Spirit. They're three in one. Glory to God. So while Jesus is literally sitting at the right hand of the Father in heaven, his Holy Spirit is at work in every single believer. So 
we all, you know, we as believers, we have the spirit of Christ in us. That's Christ in you, the hope of glory. That's why you can do the works that Jesus did. Jesus said so. Glory to God. All right. Faith releases the power of God. Faith releases the power of the devil. I mean, fear. <laughs> Faith releases the power of God. Fear releases the power of the devil, your adversary, the enemy, who roams around like a roaring lion seeking who he can devour. You know who he devours? The people who have no clue that they have authority. The people who don't have Jesus. The people who refuse to repent and turn their hearts to the Lord so he could heal them and give them his spirit so that they could walk victoriously here on the earth. Oh, it's so important. It's so important. Ah, so important to have Jesus. You know, looking back in my life, I have no clue how, well, I wasn't getting along without him. I had no peace. I was miserable. I had so much anxiety. I was depressed. Oh my gosh. Totally was living a defeated life. Now, glory to God. You know, I, I want to share something with you because there are times, you know, that, that thoughts try to bombard me too, thoughts of discouragement in particular. And thoughts of discouragement, things like, you know, nobody's listening to you, you're not affecting anybody's life. Why are you why do you even why are you even doing this? And then when I start to think about that, I'm like, no, that's a lie. And then I'll get like three emails that same day saying, oh my gosh, this changed my life or oh my God. And I'm like, oh, the devil is a liar. You know what? If he can try to discourage you even for five minutes, he'll try. He'll try. But you have to know that if something is making you feel discouraged, then you've actually allowed your thoughts to go into the natural instead of living on the supernatural. Okay. And I remember um, Smith Wigglesworth reading a quote of his one time. And, and that's where I got it from because he said, if your peace is disturbed, you're living on natural lines and not the supernatural where we as believers live. We're supposed to live, right? Because we have Christ in us. We have the mind of Christ and we're able to do all things because of Christ. We've got to be Christ-minded and not world-minded. There's a lot of stuff going on in the world. And if you have your focus there, listen, yes, you have to know what's going on. But, you know, I've even told my husband, God forbid, you know, it came to a point where there's no food, where because of whatever, you know, with the government, whatever, and there's no food. Well, guess what? The answer's in the Bible. Jesus took the food, blessed it, thanked the Father for it, and it multiplied. I'm telling you, I believe God. And then the Israelites, right in the Old Testament, desert, manna. I mean, if they were nothing, God gave them manna from heaven. He gave them food from heaven. So God doesn't want us worried and bound up about what is going on. He says to put your faith, your trust in him. He is your healer. He gave you an immune system to fight. Any pathogens, diseases, anything that, anything that might try to attack your body. But listen, you've got the word of God. And there's a scripture in particular that the Lord showed me that he wanted me to read to you tonight. So I'm going to actually go there right now. 
Lord, you are amazing. Um, okay, I'm gonna just do that right now. Hang on one second, because I need to find it. Here it is. The lamp of the body. I need to cover this now because in particular, the Lord said, make sure, and the Holy Spirit was showing me, make sure I cover this tonight. The lamp of the body. Jesus said, okay, this is Matthew 6, 22 and 23. Jesus said, the lamp of the body is the eye. Okay, I'm gonna explain this. He said, if therefore your eye is good, your whole body will be full of light. He's not talking about, you know, um, whether you could see, you know, up close, up far. No, no, no. He's talking about the lamp of your body is your eye, the way you see things from God's perspective. Meaning, you know how he says with the heart you believe, with the heart you believe, not with your mind. Okay. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. He's showing me this right now. The lamp of the body is the eye but it's actually the way you see things. It's God's perspective. It's you're seeing it with your mind. Okay, with your heart you believe, but you have to see things from God's perspective with your mind. I'm not talking about like with your physical brain, I'm talking about with your mind, the mind of Christ. So if you are seeing things from God's perspective, I'm not talking about what you see in the natural, right? But with, okay. Oh, thank you, Lord. You're seeing with your mind, but it's, thank you, Lord, but it's the Holy Spirit that's showing you, that's allowing you to see how God sees. Okay. I hope that makes sense because this is the, the scripture. If you see the way God sees, you perceive, right? You see, you know, by the spirit, I was saying by your mind, but it's actually by your spirit that you know these things that you see. You have the mind of Christ because of the Holy Spirit in you. So when you're seeing things in the world, but from God's perspective and you you have God's mind and perspective and you, you the heart of God on these things, okay? It says, your lamp of the body is the eye. How are you seeing things? Are you seeing things from the world's point of view where you're all stressed out and depressed and and miserable and in fear? Or are you letting the light, thank you, Holy Spirit, the light of Christ, the lamp, the light of Christ illuminates your mind so you can see things from God's perspective. And when you have this, that that's the lamp of the whole body is the eye, the way you see things. You want to make sure that you're seeing everything from God's perspective. And that comes from having the Holy Spirit in you, knowing the word of God, and then you live your life according to the word of God. So when the world says, this disease is coming, get ready, you're going to get sick and die. You say, no, I'll not get sick because I have Christ in me and my body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. I will not be sick. No plague shall even come near my dwelling place. Uh-huh. No disease can touch me and live. My immune system is strong. So what I'm saying is you say the opposite of what the world says. You say you use that authority out of your mouth to declare how it will be in your life, right? And you thank God for his protection and he is a shield. God is a shield to those who trust him. That's Proverbs 30 verse five. I am so passionate about this tonight. 
but God wanted me to go over this with you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So let me read to you the rest of this. So you understand now the lamp of the body, that's the Holy Spirit in you, but he says is the eye, how you see things. Do you see things from the world's perspective or from God's perspective? Okay. The lamp of the body is the eye. Again, this is Matthew 6, 22 and 23. The lamp of the body is the eye. If therefore your eye is good, your whole body will be full of light. Verse 23. But if your eye is bad, right? You're depressed, you're miserable, you're, you know, just the world's way. He says, your whole body will be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in you is actually darkness, how great is that darkness? Mm, That's the words of Jesus. Then in Luke 33 to 36, it says this, and I'm reading now from the NLT, the New Living Translation. It says, your eye is like a lamp that provides light for your body. The way you see things, right? Your perspective. It's, It's like a lamp that provides light for your body. When your eye, the way you see things, I'm not talking about your physical eyes. I'm talking about your discernment, the way you see things, your perspective, okay? You want God's way of thinking, okay? When your eye is healthy, your whole body is filled with light, okay? So when you're seeing from God's point of view, right, you see somebody who's hurting and you're like, oh, oh my gosh, I want to help them, right? That's light. Okay, let me just finish reading the scripture. I think I've kind of hammered it home. I hope I have. I hope this makes sense to you. Okay, your eye is like a lamp that provides light for your body. When your eye is healthy, your whole body is filled with light. But when it is unhealthy, meaning the way you see things is twisted, it is not the way God, it's the opposite of the way God sees it. Your body is filled with darkness. And that's your physical body, right? Because when people are depressed, or filled with fear or anxiety, they, their body responds negatively. It's right, your, your negative thoughts. Okay, it says, um, your body's filled with darkness. And then verse 35, make sure that the light you think you have is not actually darkness. If you are filled with light with no dark corners, then your whole life will be radiant as though a floodlight were filling you with light. Glory. Mm, that's awesome. The Lord wanted me to go over that with you tonight because again, it's so important to read the word of God and make sure that again, as things are thrown in the world or someone, you know, um, comes and says, Oh, did you hear about the latest thing? Oh, you know, there, there's all these food shortages that are coming and there's all this disease and, and, you know, all this, these poxes and all this junk that they're talking about. And they're going to be coming up with solutions for it. I'm like, don't come near me with that. I got the word of God. He's my shield. The Lord is my shield. Don't come near me with any of that. The Lord is my shield. Glory to God. That's, listen, I respect everybody. But the Lord is my shield. That's all I'll say on that. You want to walk in victory? You don't want to walk in fear. Make sure that you know the word of God so you're not deceived. There is such great deception going on in the world right now. Such great deception and evil. 
and this was all prophesied. We know that we are citizens of heaven. We are passing through, but just remember you have authority to walk victoriously in this world. You have authority over all the power of the devil. Jesus gave it to you. Okay, with that, if Jesus, if you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, you need to do that right now. So how do you cast your care on the Lord? Ah, let me just do this real quick because that's what we were talking about. Hang on one second. Okay, I'm going to just boom, 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 and then we're going to pray. How do you cast your care on the Lord? Keep your eyes fixed on Jesus, right? You have to humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. Humble yourself, submit to God, let, let the Holy Spirit have his way in you, right? And that's how you'll resist the devil and he'll flee from you. If you resist the devil, how do you do it? You say no to whatever he says. You resist him. No, I'm not doing that. Devil, you're a liar. Get out in Jesus name. Lord, I praise you. Praise you, Lord Jesus. You start praising the Jesus, Jesus the devil's going to flee Woo! super quick. He doesn't want to be anywhere where the Lord Jesus is being praised. Remember that, okay? Keep your eyes fixed on the Lord. He's a shield to those who trust him. In order for you to have peace, you have to have the Prince of Peace. You have to. So, okay. So we are going to, and remember, don't partner with fear. Don't come into agreement with fear and speak this. This is, this is how you're going to cast your care on the Lord. You're going to say, Lord, this is on my mind and, and it's been bothering me, but Lord, I'm giving it to you. I love you. And I know that you know, I'm just talking. Okay. When it comes to a work of the devil, sickness, disease, you have authority over it. But say, for example, I'll just give you a quick, for instance, and I know I'm going to go over for a minute, but yesterday I was driving and I started to feel like I was feeling sad in the morning because I miss my son. I haven't seen him in a few weeks and I just miss him. You know, he's grown and, and, you know, I have a little granddaughter that's going to be a year old next month. What already anyway. And, um, so I was on my way to see my daughter-in-law and my granddaughter yesterday, but my son was working, so I wasn't going to see him. And I just was driving and I was like, Lord, I'm just talking with the Lord. And I was like, Lord, I just, I just feel sad. Like I want to, I, I miss, I miss my son, you know, and I just miss him. And I was starting to get like, you know, and, and it was, it was wild because the Holy spirit, like, I just felt him saying like, don't worry. Eternity is a really long time. And I was like, yes, Lord, you're right. It is. And we're all going to be together. Like my mom and all of us. And then it got me thinking about, heaven and like wow because it's real and it is like don't ever think for a minute and i know my mom is there and you know and just i mean we're all passing through but so anyway it that actually comforted me and i was like lord thank you that you care about what i care about and then i put on the word of promise audio bible as i was driving the rest of the way and the lord was speaking to me about some of these things that i'm sharing with you today so um especially about your eye being the lamp of the body and, you know, and all that. And, you know, and then today the Lord was just showing me like, yeah, you know, don't partner with fear, like to talk about it, cast your care on him because he cares for you. Okay. So if you've, and, and just so you know, if any of you are, are struggling with the spirit of fear or anxiety, I have put together 
um, on my website at lisaboldo.com. It's called Fear No More. It's literally like a one hour workshop. Um, when I say workshop, they're online training videos. I think there's four videos and life changing. Somebody just emailed me this week and was like, OMG, life changing. And so, I mean, I know because it's anointed. I don't take the credit for it. It's anointed by the Lord. It will help you and it will help you for the rest of your life. So you can find that on my website at lisaboldo.com. It's a one-time 47 bucks. You've got it for the rest of your life. So it's under um, uh, coaching and um, training or something like that, but you'll see it. And so I encourage you, pick it up. It will change your life. Okay. So um, we're going to pray now. We're going to pray. Okay. Don't let the enemy devour you. The devil roams around like a roaring lion, seeking who he can devour. Do not let it be you. You have authority over him. Okay. If you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, let's do that right now. And because without the Prince of Peace, you won't have any peace. You could have money, you could have fame, you could have a nice house, you can, but you know what? Peace, peace, peace. You need to know the Prince of Peace. Okay, but just repeat after me. If you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, just say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner and I believe that you died on the cross for me and paid for my sins forever. I'm sorry for my sins, Lord. And I believe that God the Father raised you on the third day. You are alive now and you live forever. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. And Lord, I ask you to baptize me with your precious Holy Spirit and fire. Teach me your ways. Help me to live for you. Thank you, Jesus. I receive you now forever. Amen. Woo! Amen and amen. If you just prayed that prayer from your heart, you just got born again. That means that God has literally just sent the spirit of his son, Jesus, to live in your spirit. You are now joined one with the Lord. He who's joined to the Lord is one spirit with the Lord. That's 1 Corinthians 6, 17. Get a good Bible. I get. I say get a good Bible. I mean, it's the Holy Bible. We're good. But get an easy to read Bible is what I meant. Um, I Again, I like the New Living Translation, for, especially if you're just beginning. It's the New Living Translation, the red letter um, Bible. I have large print. It's not super large. It's like good. It's not extra large, but I have that Bible, um, christianbook.com. And you could just get it there. And I just want to thank you for watching the broadcast tonight. I pray that it blessed your socks off. Make sure that you share this out. Let's advance God's kingdom together. And also on my website, on that same um, page where I have a few uh, different um, training resources for you, like videos and things like that, uh, it's under the co coaching and courses tab. That's what it is. I also have a $7 um um, prayer of protection that I put together. It's just something that I personally do. And I have a little video of how I do it. And it's actually called Speak Life. 
And you can do this with over your family every day. You can put your hand on their picture. It's just, you know, it's it's a prayer. It takes like 30 seconds, and but it's awesome. If you need, a, if you have a pet that needs, you know, healing and you want to learn how to speak life over your family, over your pets, you can do it every day. And you'll find that resource also there. It's called Speak Life. It's going to bless you. So anyway, I love you. I bless you in Jesus' name. Again, share this out. Let's advance God's kingdom together. Thanks for watching The Victorious Life. Remember, God loves you. Jesus is Lord. You have his authority. Go and represent your king. Walk victoriously. I love you. I bless you in Jesus' name. And I'll see you again soon. Good night.